Getting feedback is never an easy thing for a business owner or a manager. And many employees, they're afraid to give feedback or sometimes eh, they just don't feel like it. They don't think about it. Maybe they actually think like nothing's going to get done. Hey everyone, welcome back to this new episode of the Faz Evolution 15 minute raw take. My name is Dan Gertrudes, and this is hosted by Growth Lab, and this is meant for you, the bookkeepers, the fractional CFOs, the accountants, and the CPAs. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this new episode. I'm actually excited for this one. You know, we, I would say about two, three years ago, well, I would actually say eight years ago, we started collecting uh, quarterly uh, employee feedback, um, but it was never done uh, systematically. Then granted, you know, when we all start our journey, many of us really start off as sole entrepreneurs or practitioners, and we're not really thinking about employee engagement. Uh, we're not thinking about the, the employee, the team member experience, right? Uh, we're actually just thinking about getting the work out because, you know, the customer is waiting impatiently, of course, and we've overpromised and we got to now commit. And so either we jump in, we get employees, team members, contractors to start jumping in. And really, that's where the start of like building a real business starts when you get to the point where you find yourself working 80 hours a week. And the reality is those 80 hours a week is like 60 hours of customer work and then 20 hours of administrative stuff, getting back to customers, engagement agreements, networking, whatever it may be. Anyways, at least that's how I got started. Um, and maybe I was fortunate enough to realize early on the importance of building out that leadership team, although that was really a short-lived strategy because ultimately we ended up buying a bookkeeping business that did come with about 12 team members. And that was important. So getting feedback for us was, you know, early on, something we did, something we thought about, but it never was systematic. And so part of what we've been doing uh, over the last two years, especially now that we are on the Gusto platform, Gusto has made it quite easy to uh, send to our team members monthly uh, employee surveys. Now, it's not perfect, you know, some of the questions we really can't modify, but it's good enough because what's important in uh, surveys is to see a snapshot in time, to see month over month, but also be able to look at um, a series of questions, similar topics, similar theme, and be able to look back, say, six months or 12 months and see how things have changed, especially if you're growing, right? And so today, I actually want to share with the audience something that I'm going to be sharing with the team in our uh, uh, quarterly town hall uh, this week. And that is what our uh, employee uh, team member surveys have looked like in Q3. Now, why is this important? Well, as a company, we actually went through some big changes. Um, I would even say transformational. Uh, why? We kind of entered the year 
on a, a good pace, good momentum. We had built out the sales team, the marketing team. We had started hiring early on, although it was a tough Q4, Q1 to hire, as we all remember. But, you know, we, we ended up bringing on some team members. Some stayed, some didn't. We didn't have the best of luck in Q1. I think maybe we had about 50% retention, maybe even less. I just looked at the numbers. We had a lot better retention in Q2 and Q3, thank God. But with that said, there was, there was momentum in, the, in uh, accounting onboarding. Uh, there was great momentum in FP&A, and of course, our tax team, uh, this was going to be their second official full tax season. You know, we're looking down the barrel of about 180 tax returns, right? Uh, that's a lot. And by the way, those 180, like, we're not out there hawking 1040s. We're not trying to, you know, we don't lead with tax returns here. We lead more with the FP&A and the business accounting, but the tax team, like, they blew up. And of course, we ended up hiring, uh, expanding our tax team at the same time and our FP&A team. So, you know, we had an influx of new business. Plus, we started building out our leadership bench for all of these functions and moreover, started building under. And then to boot, coming into Q2, uh, we bought uh, Heather Satterley's uh, entities which brought on even more people, different culture, uh, different sort of, Heather put it well uh, a couple of weeks ago with me. It's like, you know, what what Heather and Heather Satterley and her team, what they were to their customers was very boutique, hands-on, concierge, if you will. Whereas here at our company, at Growth Lab, we're a little bit more of a production, right? We're building a factory. And, and for us, that's important because as you scale, and our goal is to scale, as you scale, you need to have systems, processes, people, technology, and you know that requires more standardization. So it, that mentality of like production. Okay, so that's kind of the backdrop. Now, um, three months in after April 1st, it was a good solid first half of the year. On average, I think in the first half, we probably grew at 52%. And we started seeing a softening in the economy, right? We thought this coming into the summertime, it was going to be uh, also softening up. It didn't actually soften up. What it did was things were a little stale on, in the sales pipeline. But then came August, like a lot of that got flushed out and we closed a ton of engagement agreements, probably more engagement agreements in August than we probably did in all of Q3. So the bulk of it came in August. All right, that's the backdrop. Now, let me give you a little bit of insight into my team members and how they felt about us, the company. And so on July, the survey uh, came in for autonomy and ownership. So it's a survey that is focused primarily on autonomy and ownership. And I it looks like about two thirds of our team uh, participated in that survey, so that's important to to recognize. So not a, not a huge, but that's pretty good, right? And moreover, our leadership team doesn't usually answer these surveys. So myself, Stephen, Corey, because um, we want to not make it biased. Because of course, we'd rate ourselves uh, a one. Joking. Uh, anyways, um, so for the autonomy and ownership survey we had a 98% positive response. Okay, so what that essentially means is if uh, you got uh, a nine or a 10 or agree, strongly agree, okay, that is positive versus neutral or strongly disagree, dis disagree, you know, detract, okay? And so compared to December, 2021, 
versus July 2022, our, our positive our positive response from our team was actually pretty good. July, this is really like June, so you're still capturing all you know some excitement in June, new people, uh, the acquisition. So it's still within call it that 90 day period, right? And so it's quite positive. 98%. Uh, a lot of people, um, the majority of our team would recognize us as a place where they would uh, promote us to their friends and family for a place of employment. So that's important, right? That, that goes back to like that NPS. Okay. That was July. And now here we are in August. And I'll share some of these slides with you. August, our positive response plummeted, plummeted to 81%. And it had to do with recognition and performance. This survey is very focused on whether or not management deals with issues. So if a team member brings up a challenge, an issue could be um, a performance issue with a, a, with a coworker, the question here is, does management deal with it and deal with it concisely? Does it deal with it in, uh, in a timely fashion? And unfortunately, like the feedback we got from our team was, no, we don't. And so that was sort of the beginning. And so once we saw that August 3rd survey, um, essentially, that woke us up, started having conversations with some of our uh, team members that have been here longer and quickly realized we had to make some changes. And so this was the beginning. And so we were at about 81% positive response, which is actually the worst. And what really killed me the most was the uh, question around whether or not you would uh, recommend Growth Lab as a place of employment to friends and family. And that for the first time was like somewhere in the mid to low 70s. It's never been there. It was always in the 90s. And that to me uh, really felt like shit. Well, it doesn't end there. We made some changes and the survey that came out in September, first week of September, the results got worse not just worse month over month, but just, just like tanked compared to February. In September of 2022, we had a 76% positive response rate. Whereas in February of 2022, we had a 90 plus positive response rate. So it's a huge pivot. You know, six months may seem like a long time, and it is because a lot happened in six months. Growth, acquisition, new team members, also corporate initiatives. So part of what we did in Q2 was we started building some of our um, corporate functions, continuous improvement, HR, our workflow automation team. And that just brought even more like what's happening? There's a lot of changes and it's coming out where people, then by the way, the topic of this survey was learning and growth survey. It was the same amount of participation 
as a prior to. So that really hasn't changed. But this was eye-popping. Uh, the amount of strongly disagree and disagree um, was almost like over 5%. So that wasn't a good sign. However, that said, this survey reflects August. And even though changes were being made and announced in August, it didn't actually settle in into the psyche of our team and the new positions we elevated to be on the leadership team. And so with those changes, our October 5th survey, which just came out, was back up to 92% in October. That's September feelings, right? That's September. And it had to do with morale and retention. So these are the questions that like, do you think about looking for another job? Uh, are you happy here? Um, is this all what you thought it was going to be, right? And of course, would you recommend Growth Lab to your friends and family? Um, the March results were actually in the mid-80s, and the October results actually were closer to 92. So March, I believe, was 89, 88. So we actually improved. And in March, we hadn't made some of those big dynamic moves because the March survey really reflected how people were feeling in February. And of course, in February, you're still, you're about to come into tax season. Um, you're coming out of 1099 season. Half of your books are finally closed for the prior year. So February, people are kind of feeling good, especially on the accounting side. Um, I would even say on the FP&A side too. On tax side, well, you know, they're probably just like holding for dear life, waiting. Although the motto here is flatten the curve. We're not looking for people to be working over 40 hours on the tax team. And we're definitely not looking for people to be working on Saturdays and Sundays because if that was the case, this morale and retention survey would have tanked. Now, we did have some morale um, issues um, in tax and um, on the accounting, but it, it was dealt with, right? It was discreet. But this is feeling better. So we've gone from being in a really shitty, crappy place with our team and I'm proud to say we're still not perfect. I'm proud to say we're still making this shit up as we go. But I'm proud to say, you know, we, we listened and we're trying to get it done. Anyways, I hope that helped. If anybody wants to talk, I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to engage. I find employee engagement to be truly important in any business. But in businesses like ours, where we are delivering human capital to our, to our customers, to our clients, it's important to have happy, engaged employees in order to have happy customers. See you next time.